I mean, Beyonce falls too, and she did that during her solo career. Well, and even that's some bullshit because you barely see when she fall in. Um, well, they actually got a video of her in that nasty. Listen, I was just about now, to say baby, that. That tumble, <laughs> that tumble was a motherfucker. It was like, do, 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 when, do, she when she got up, it still was like. <laughs> when did she fall? I think she was doing ring alarm too. You, I think that video is still circulating. You can find it. You can find oh, that video wow. of her tumbling. Where was that concert that she did? Was it somewhere down south? And she had on this big old leather, some type of dress jacket going on. And she went to walk down and was like, like she did a full roll, like literally a full roll. Mm-hmm. So, you keep your clarity, you keep your focus, you keep your sense of love. Hey everybody, good evening. Welcome to Singly Game Podcast. I love you guys. This is season three. Um, as I told you before, I have so many, many surprises for you. Now, as you can see, it's three beautiful people here. However, so moving forward, I will not only be the lovely, loveliest host of Singly Gay Podcast, um, I got my good, good Jude, my Booty with the tootie, my boo bear, my Mr. You know, other co-host, Mr. C of R. How you doing, C of R? What's going on? We going <laughs> Usually I'm in the studio, but not today. But what's popping? I'm glad to be here. Season three. It's official. I am going to be here all season. Every guest will see my face and my friend's face at the same time. So Okay, we gotta give them double the trouble, boo. Double the trouble. You feel me? (laughs) Ah, I know y'all wasn't ready for this. Okay. So, cause y'all know all we do, we always cut up. If anybody don't remember, Mr. C of I catch him in all the seasons. He's pretty much in all the seasons, just not in every episode, but all the seasons with him in it from season one to season two. However, tonight's topic is definitely a good one. Something that I've always wanted to talk about. And I always was talking about it with one of my good friends that's here with us tonight. Cause he's our other special Judy for tonight. So I want to introduce Mr. Raynard Turner, honey. How you doing, sugar? <laughs> I'm well in yourself. I'm doing great, darling. No, I'm kind of hot over here. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, and probably this may be another little blooper. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I wanted to correct the pronunciation of my name. Um, so do I have the floor? Yes, go ahead. Oh, I'm, 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 <laughs> it's Renard. Um, yeah, okay. I, yeah, and it's not just you in the black Ronard. community. I get called Raynard a lot. I don't know where that came from. I've never met a Raynard in my life. Uh, and so when I tell people I say the E is a schwa, I'm a music major, which is an upside down E. It makes an uh sound. Uh, I know what so it is. I'm here with you. That, I was all way with it. And so if you ever get lost on that as well, uh, Renard is literally the French pronunciation of Fox. Boom. So oh, I stand corrected. I didn't know that. You know that part. And so this is Mr. Renard. 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 Mr. Renard. And it's easy <laughs> and stuff. So, you know, topic at hand tonight. So we are definitely talking about communication and conversations, what we're doing right now. But however, tonight's topic is silence is not 
in capital letters because I just want y'all to know a conversation okay it's definitely not my name is not Miss Cleo we can't read your minds we don't know what you're thinking just because I'm with you I'm not inside of you well don't take it that way y'all get what I'm saying I'm not in your head (laughs) Miss <laughs> Cleo was I'm a fraud Charles anyway. Xavier. I'm not Jean Grey. I'm not Emma Frost. I'm not reading your mind out here. We're not playing a game like that. Anybody oh got time God. for silence? Come on. Hope. Ooh, don't play that. Don't, don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. Because you know, I always say, like, <laughs> people be like, you know, it's always easy to communicate. I'd be like, are you sure? Are you, mm-hmm. are you communicating? Or are you perpetrating? Because I just want to know it's a difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a difference in all circumstances. <sighs> you know, I was thinking about this um, when you brought the conversation to me. I was like, that can go not only just in relationships, that goes in friendships. Because you got friendships that are out here where people think that it's okay to be silent and not speak on how they feel if their friend does something that bothers them or if they just don't agree with what their friend is doing in their lives or if they're dealing with somebody they don't agree with and don't feel like it's actually you know relevant for them to be a part of or all those aspects i just felt like you know silence is definitely a lot of things that most people seem to find it easier to do when it's not really easy well you know, hood rat me is like, bitch, say what you got to say, because I'm sick of the shit. I ain't got time for the foolishness, none of that. Like, girl, if you got something on your chest, bitch, say it. Because it's either going to come out in conversation or it's going to come out in a way that I got to beat your ass for later. So, anyway, but, but, but the more polished, the married, the sophisticated me <laughs> gives the answer. It's, it's, I, it's a it's a great area for me. Um, one of the things that I try to figure out, or I, I've been trying to work on myself uh, within this new year, is um, allowing myself my own humanity as well as seeing the humanity in others. And so, you know, on one hand, a person is not communicating to me, not saying anything to me, being quiet, whatever. It's very frustrating to me. Yes, but because it frustrates me, doesn't automatically give that person the title of the bad guy um you know there are several things to consider um maybe they might be the bad guy that i don't want to say that they're you know that it disqualifies them from being a bad guy but you know maybe they don't have the conversational skills um maybe they are also working on themselves in regards to i don't want to say nothing right now because bitch if i do i'm gonna beat your ass and then i gotta beat your ass and then we beating asses around here um also trauma um, and things that trigger people. People respond to trigger uh, triggers in different ways. And so, like I said, it's a two-sided answer for me. One, host speak. The other side, I guess I'll be Iyanla and say I understand. Well, I mean, well, of course I get all of that, right? Mm. So for me, it's like the, you know, like you were saying, people's reasoning could be because of tra- you know, trauma, all these different things and stuff like that. But I'm about to shake up the table because I always love to shake up the motherfucking table. Okay, that's Michelle. What I do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, get, I get all of that because when you think about simple things, right? They say, you know, simple is dead. People don't do simple shit for real. For real. Mm. And you'd be surprised that the most simplest thing that you can do is the most powerful thing that you can do, right? So with that being said, I get people got trauma or went through things in this and the third, but like why it is so easy to hold things in, carry baggage and this and the third, but like communication is hard. It shouldn't be that hard. 
you are taught to speak up for yourself. You are taught to defend yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, be vocal. If you're feeling a certain way or you want a person to know certain things, you're going to talk about it, right? So I feel if you can, t- if you can go tell your friends how you bust somebody down and let bad niggas ran through you, right? So it shouldn't be that hard to, you know, just communicate about well. As, as oh, go ahead. Yeah. As easy as that sounds, friend, not everybody has those tools. And I think we've talked mm-hmm. about this before. Not everybody has the tools to be able to communicate their proper feelings. But other, like, a, we'll start off in a friendship. Say if in a friendship, you can go to your friend and talk about your mess and all of that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Who you done found the gossip on and who you done slept with. But when it comes time to talk about those vulnerable feelings, and or finding a safe place to talk about some past trauma that you've had dealt with some people don't know how what those words are or how to communicate those words or those feelings that they've had inside of them um i think that's one of the biggest struggles in a lot of friendships or in a lot of relationships some people don't have those proper tools Mm -hmm. and it's like it's not until you actually go through counseling or until you actually are willing to try something different or willing to try something new that they've never experienced before. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I but we don't like, we don't have the proper tools and recognitions to just easily open our legs and let some random stranger in us. But there's a difference in that. Uh, the operative uh, phrase or the operative uh, element in confrontation and sex is literally confrontation. Uh, mm-hmm. As quiet as it's kept, you know, the girls love they look camera time and ooh, I'm gonna beat that bitch ass. Ooh, I told that bitch this. Ooh, I told that bitch that. But then when they actually face some type of conflict, you know, they hermit the crab in this bitch. Um, you know, just closing right on up. Uh, in regards to sex, you know, that's nothing but pleasure, especially when it's consensual. And so it's much easier to do. That's like saying it's much easier to accept money than it is to pay a bill. Clearly. Uh, I mean that, right, and I get what you're saying on that part, but what uh, I'm saying is, right, like you said, you know, the sex part is very easy. I'm getting at that when this sex becomes so easy for us to let a stranger in us that we don't know, I don't know your first name, two, three, four, don't five, know where you times. You get what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I get it. I, I get the communication part. Like, it's not as easy to express yourself and say certain things. If I know that that part of me is not easy, why me spreading my legs is the most easiest thing on my to-do list. Now, I'm going to push back against you real quick because I think that's a false equivalency. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, some, like, it's, I, it's, some, it's easy for some people to do that, though. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, but like I said beforehand, one's dealing with pleasure. The other one is dealing with a not-so-great feeling. And so equating the two together is like... I'm trying to sell me something and I give you a yen instead of a dollar. You know, it, it, it both of them is money, right? But one clearly isn't as accepted and you're going to really slap my hand out and all, you know, all those different things. And so I guess that's why I feel like this is a, a, a false. I don't, or, or at the very least, I don't want to pit those two against each other. Um, I also don't want to do the whole, um, it's okay if you, you, you can't do this, but you can let any other nigga fuck you or whatever, because then that airs on the side of sex shaming. Um, and you know, I'm a body for sex. (laughs) What'd you say, Savion? Is it Savion or Savion? I'm gonna get it right. (laughs) I guess I did get it right. My bad. Savion. Sorry, go ahead. 
<laughs> well, what I was gonna say on that on that spectrum of comparing the two, honestly, when you think about it, sex is easier to do because I don't have to have much conversation with you sexually. That's where I was getting at. Whereas <laughs> on a conversation side, I gotta indulge, I gotta articulate, I gotta show you where I am mentally. I gotta show you me. Properly communicate. I gotta show you me. And if I've been taught properly on how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And most people, most young men, I'll start off there, most young men and uh, older men, most, because us in the middle, I would say in the 30s, those in the 30s, they're, in, they're either in that bracket of figuring out communication or they've already gone through the process of getting the tools that they need to get to get through that. Whereas those younger men, they don't want to talk, they don't want to communicate, they, don't want, they just want to get straight to sex or they just want to get right, straight to the past thing. Whereas the older guys, they feel like, they can't break down their level of communication. They don't know how to come down to the level of whoever they're dealing with and communicate properly with them. So they'd just rather just go to sex right away as well. Whereas us in the generation of the 30 crowd, we want to converse. We want to know if you can you can think, you can solve problems, you know how to figure things out on your own. You want to, you know how to be individual. You know how to really express and be vulnerable. You know how to be transparent. You know how to be you know, loyal. There's all those things that a lot of people don't want to put into a, into anything, whether it's a friendship relationship, once again, whether it's a friendship relationship or anything else. Nobody wants to put in that work, and they find it easier for silence to be a lot easier to deal with. Whereas I can I can be sexual with you because it's a lot easier to be silent in that way. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know nothing about my past. Well, in the end, I do need to know about your past. I need to know how many STDs you got. I need to know if you have HIV. I need to know if you... Hello? It's those things that come into play with, you know, a lot of people don't want to... Come off ran. Well, as a person who's not yet in his 30s, um, I don't know about all that in regards to the 30 years and wanting to converse and all that extra shit. You know, that, that's not as common. Exactly. <laughs> you are so, but, Bernard, you are so right. It is definitely not common and common no more. <laughs> but no, what what you were saying, Siobhan. I'm, I see, I got it. Uh, but anyway, what you were saying, it really put me in the mindset of putting this on a much more global and societal, the term I want to use is hegemonic, uh, ideology. Um, you know, we, especially if we're talking almost exclusively about men, um, gay, yeah. bisexual, black men in particular, we're already, most of us in these ages are always, are, ha- have been trying to push back or we were, no, fuck that. Let me back up real quick. We have been taught the whole idea of what masculinity is. We don't talk about our feelings. We don't this, we don't that. And especially those of us who had a little sugar in our tank or those of us who were perceived to have a little sugar on our tank, that was really, you know, we were placed, we were placed in remedial classes in regards to uh, masculinity. You know, nigga, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, stop crying, fat, you know, the whole nine yards. And so I guess going into the whole lack of conversation thing, it it's more, it's it's more than just trauma. It's more than just all of the other kind of stuff. These are we're, we're really trying to unlearn how we've been taught our entire right. lives, the society, and if we found ourselves. Because even taking it out of being just men, you know, sixties, yeah. seventies, eighties, nineties, nobody wasn't really talking about their feelings like that. Uh, no. The concept of therapy was not a mainstream thing, especially not in the black uh, the black 
uh, 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 community. community. And so, yeah. you know, with all of those things being said, we are just a really fucked up generation of people trying to navigate and figure it out. Um, that compounded with music, Drake talking about some I done been hurt and I don't trust nobody and, and so I can only trust myself and yada, 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 retreat within yourself, all that extra stuff. We are all dealing with a lot. I'm glad that as we're getting older, as well as the babies behind us, generation, what, Gen Z? Um, you know, they're expanding things. They're making, well, oh, oh, I saw eyes getting wide. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I go up for Gen Z. I fucked with them heavily. Um, but no, dealing with them and taking their cues on talking about feelings, figuring out what fluidity is, the concept that uh, polyamory is now a more so mainstream thing. Gender fluidity is more of a mainstream thing. It's talking about your feelings and saying that you are not okay is a mainstream thing. I mean, Naomi Osaka, for Peak sakes, is, um, okay. um, uh, you know, talked about her mental health and how it caused her to just shut down. And instead of being beat back in the square, which was what the grandstand tried to do, she said, one thing y'all ain't gonna do is disturb me. So she got the fuck up out of there. Usually, Whoa. at this point, her career is supposed to be ruined. She's not supposed to be playing tennis again and all of that kind of stuff but what do you see people are actually rallying behind her and the conversation is finally starting to change um and so bringing it back into the conversational piece you know it's just it's really a lot mentally for us all to do even the one of the main reasons why i didn't want to um deal with sex one is almost exclusively physical the other one is almost exclusively mental us right. as black people even when you go back into the um, civil rights and slavery we were never really taught to focus on things with our mind everything that we dealt with was our bodies from chattel slavery to boxers and basketball players and all of those kind of things everything was really focusing on the body and so now that we're getting um I guess further and further along from that time in which we were just relegated to what we could do physically, we're now starting to explore uncharted ter territory, which is the mind, which is um, hard situations in which you can't fight your way out of, at least not physically, and all of those different things. And so um, that's my long rant to just say, yeah. I mean, I'm about to say, well, maybe I'm a different breed because for me growing up, it was always about mental. Mm. Like, in order for me to have sex with you, my mind needs to be stimulated. <laughs> Not I, me. Can tell, I can tell when I'm talking to a dummy. Cause I'll be looking at you like, okay, <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> you know, so like, that's how, and I don't equate signs and things with things. I won't even, cause I'm an Aquarius, but I won't be like, oh, maybe that's just an Aquarius in me. Like, no, like, my life, literally, that's how I've been. You know, um, have I had some sex capades in my life? Absolutely, they were kind of enjoyable. But I've always, I'm the type of person, if I do those type of things, especially when it comes to sex, I have to be in control of that because it has to be my choice, my decision. If it's neither or, guess, guess what's not happening? <laughs> well. It's, it's not. Um, but like, that's how I've always, that's how, how I always operated when I was younger, especially, I guess, for me, like, being raised by a group of women and just visually seeing how they allowed themselves to go through certain things when it, came, when it was pertaining to men. So it was just like, I'm not doing that, bitch, you stupid. Like, 
I'm a motherfucking shit. You think I'm about to just let him? I'm not gonna let him do nothing. What I let him think that he running shit, but little do he know the little seeds that I planted in his head was all my idea. I, I wanted this. Like, you're literally doing what I wanted you to do without you knowing that I wanted you to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so you're manipulative. Mm. Probably. Mm. You can say that. You, uh, you can say that. <laughs> but for me, in a good way, not a bad way, because this That's is fair. People think that sex is some people, not everybody. I'm not speaking of everybody that's watching. I ain't speaking for all of y'all. People think that sex is the end all be all. And what I'm saying is sex does not change people's behavior. It does not change who they are. It will not adjust life situations for you. That's just not what it is. So you have to really be mindful of those type of things. That's why for me, as I started getting older, I will always forever, out of everything else that people want or want to come with relationships, the number one thing for me, communication. Communicate with me. If you don't communicate with me, we don't have a problem. And I don't think you want this problem. This is a whole different problem, okay? Like, I done been through some shit. And when I say I done been through some shit, and I'm just gonna give a small dose of it, I have seen people die in front of me. I have seen people get killed for no reason. I have seen people kill themselves for no reason. Like, it's just growing up in the hood, it is very different for certain black people. Not every black person grows up in the hood. I don't want y'all to think that either. I have people at that. Well, you know, because the black folks in the ghetto, every black person is not ghetto. I have some friends that grew up very middle class slash rich because these bitches had money I didn't have. Okay. Start there. So you just, you know, I don't know. And I, I just, oh, go ahead, friend. I'm, I'm, I understand what you're saying on the whole communication spectrum. And I know that it's not good to equate communication with sex because they are, they are different. However, what I'm saying is certain actions and like when you're put in certain situations, they can kind of frame very similar. That's what I'm saying. I And honestly, they do frame a little similar because when you think about it, we step in the spectrum of, of a relationship. Let's talk about it on the aspect of <clears throat> sex on the level of communication where one may like sex a different way and one likes sex a different way. Even though we enjoy sex with each other, on a separate spectrum, we may like different types of sex. Even though we like our sex together, we might like different types of sex. So there comes the times where most relationships, they don't have those conversations of wanting to spice things up or wanting to see what works for their relationship, whether if they should do a polyamorous or whether they should do an open relationship or whether if they should just focus on just being monogamous. A lot of times, a lot of relationships get caught or miss having those conversations and stay silent where they just stay silent and say, hey, this is the person I'm dating, but I want so much more. I need so much more in my relationship. I, I enjoy so much more. Like, not too much indulging in my life. Can't give too much. Right. <laughs> Folks like to listen, so they feel like I'm telling too much of the business. Um, you know, it took a while for me and my partner to have those difficult conversations because at first we were sitting in silence. We would only we'll say that, hey, we're gonna do open, but we only sat in silence and said what type of open relationship we wanted. 
versus us now having communications about what type of open relationship we want or what type of relationship works for us sexually and that you know realm of things so i feel like a lot of people do stay silent in those conversations as well and not having those conversations so question real fast for the both of y'all so do you think when it comes to so for say like you meet somebody and y'all have a strong connection right and things are going good like they okay they're not as bad they probably wouldn't be the person you can kind of see yourself with but just getting a little understanding of their personality and who they are you like you know what i can kind of give you a try whatever whatever like do you think that it can turn bad if you allow yourself to get in a relationship with somebody because they did a, their self a disservice of explaining right or communicating the type of relationship that they can kind of foresee with they that what they wanted to explain if that's something that you wanted in a way like because people don't communicate that like people get in relationships but they don't talk about the type of relationship that they want so they're not communicating that in the beginning is that like a bad thing or you are oh, okay you know not necessarily um i mean because like you said it, well like the conversation is it's all about communication um and so you know we meet up chance to highlight like we're meeting up just the fuck um if there's a uh, uh what's what's the word i'm looking for people um if there's like a I, this drink has gotten to me i understand it yeah, let's go with mutual interest. <laughs> if there's like, <laughs> if there's like, let me, let me say this drink has got to me. Wait a minute, uh, it's, um, whatever. This <laughs> no, if there's like a mutual interest, um, then we get to talking about uh, dating. Um, and if we get to a point of dating and a person decides that that's not what they want, I'm not going to be like, well, that's not what you said in the beginning. Um, because one, we're ever evolving individuals. Um, two, this is just about conversation. Three, it's not like we dating and I, it's not like I bought something and it's all sales are final. So I'm stuck with it for the rest of my life. You know, at, the, like, at any given point, we have a conversation. And if it's just not something that we can come to the agreement of, I don't hate you as a person. I don't think that you're horrible. Um, I probably will say, well, you know, that's not what you said in the beginning or what changed or what happened. Um, you have to just figure out where the miscommunication is because I do a post-mortem on all of my failed relationships. Um, and then if we just can't get to it, I'm just like, okay, girl, it's been fun. You know, if the sex is still salvageable, we can do that. Um, because it was, you know, if it, it was good enough to make me want to get into some type of relationship with you. Um, right. if not, then thank you for your service. So, there's that. I hope I'm with you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Jennifer Williams. Sign like, no. off. No, that, was, that, that, that was Shiny O'Neill, sweetie. No, no, oh, Jennifer Williams. Oh, not that bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like her. And I'm not a big fan of Shawnee either. And Evelyn Lozada. Um, Everybody know I'm, Tam, I, I'm Tammy. Tammy Roman, if you see this, we mm-hmm. one of the same because you my girl. Like, I'm a little short one. What's her name? We here. Who, Royce? That, her. Her. <laughs> Oh, you like you talk about the Miami girls because you know I know the Miami girls. Right, right. Were they not all in Miami? I, you 
know, I haven't watched that show in a while. Last kind of thing I remember was you're a non-motherfucking factor, bitch. Um, then I saw a little clip where uh, Evelyn sent up here talking about she identifies as Afro-Latina. Well, sweetie, if Afro- you want to catch up, everybody, y'all can go and catch basketball-wise L- uh, Miami and LA, I believe, on Hulu because they got it all. Got one of them got one of them, yeah. I don't know, but Hulu, thanks for Hulu that. Have, Hulu have LA, but back to Wait, what y'all oh, have seen, I really... Oh, BT has Miami. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Giovanni. But for me, for me, I, um, I would say in that, in that, um, spectrum of things, because like you were saying earlier, Kelly, you know, where we've all been and I've never been one to be able to use my words until I got older, of course, you know. Right. And when you got through some things and you didn't experience some things, you know what I'm saying? I ended up, you know, noticing that a lot of a lot of my friends or a lot of people that I were dating, they knew how to over-communicate. And when they will over-communicate, it will cause me to be silent because I don't know what to do then. I don't have enough time to process. I don't have enough time to really grasp everything that was being said to me. And even to this day, sometimes when I'm in a heated, you know, little debate, I gotta, I gotta be silent. I gotta be silent. Yeah, but it's kind of you to be silent. But the thing is, you gotta remember: not only are you being silent, you're you're okay to have that moment of silence, but you also need to allow people to know that you need a moment of silence. You know what I'm saying? There are people. There are people that will do silence and then will just walk away and don't even come back to the conversation. Or Where stay there and get quiet. That too. But even Sorry, that then, it depends on, But that also depends on how you're conversing with the other person. Because some people don't take certain conversations very well. I'm not one. I've been in situations where I have made he doesn't take well to me yelling or being very loud or extra passionate. So it shuts him down and he'll be silent. Right. Versus finishing off the conversation. So a lot of times you gotta pay attention to what people's trigger points are and what causes them to be silent and what causes them to not speak on how they feel in communication or... Yeah. Well, I, well, I would say that that goes pretty much for everybody. And the reason being is like, see if I agree with you. Like I'm the same way. If I'm passionate about something, my voice is already gonna be like twenty thousand. So I've had to learn to kind of take in what it is and what's going on and be like, okay, bitch, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta bring it back because the thing is, when I'm up here, you're not listening to me. When I draw myself and bring it back, and I'm like, <laughs> you know what, <laughs> right? Um. A, B, C, one, two, three, right? You understand me here. If I was still here, you wouldn't be listening to me. And my thing is, my end goal is I need you to listen to what I'm saying. And I'm doing that because also I ain't trying to get in no fight. I'm trying to control all of the, all these people up in here. I'm trying to control this up in here. Mm. <laughs> well, I... Mm, mm. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's just lean back and was like, I don't. Know. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, it's that's that's the portion for me. You know, I um, am not here for the girls. You know, I'm all for us doing these 
um, self-evaluations, you know, making sure that we can't this, we can't that. But the issue becomes, you know, in certain cases, you're the only one doing these self-evaluations. You're the only one um, being like, okay, I can't yell, I can't this, I can't that. Um, And when in most cases, it's like no matter what you do, no matter I mean, no, no matter what it is that you do or really how you do it, as long as you are in direct contrast with the person that you're talking to, it's a problem. Um, and that is the issue. You know, on, in the beginning portion, I was trying to be understanding and all of those different things. And my understanding goes, but so far, this ain't the yellow brick road. And okay. so with that being said... It does really require a two-party solution, a bipartisan solution. Um, And so we can sit up here and try to figure things out until we're blue in the face. Um, You know, how will this go? How can we do this better? How can we yada, yada, yada? But if that other person isn't willing to do it or willing to also go on that journey with you, um, it's just like one, what's the point? Two, this isn't going to get anywhere. And three, you need to start making your exit strategy. Um, because clearly, I there's that. Not- oh, I'm one, I'm just leaving your ass. Ain't well, no exit strategy. No, 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 no that's the exit right strategy. There. You know, some people, some people got yeah. gradual pullouts, the other people, we bitch, we gone, we done. You know, the whole, however, whatever it is, whatever your exit strategy is, you figure it out and get it done. Because if the person can't be there with you, and I'm not saying that they have to quote unquote be on your level or any of that superficial exactly. shit. Uh, you know, it's just showing a willingness to want to try to move somewhere. You know, this is all about negotiation and stuff like that. Any kind of willingness. If you're just saying, no, 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 it's my way or the highway, then bitch, you gotta go. Um, there's that. If you like married this person and you already know that their relationship has already been rocky, um, yours has probably started off at rocky as one point and you feel like in your life as an individual, your relationship is getting better. How are you able to communicate that and process that with your partner to just say like, hey, because you know, just move forward. You wanna be able to have healthy dialogue, healthy communication. Like how is it a way, like what is the tools to actually teach that (laughs) what you know, right? You wanna take that one, uh, Siobhan? I can can do that. Um, I would say for me, what it, what is, it's grown to be easier to set a place, a neutral place of being able to have conversation. Um, I think for me, I usually do it where me and my mate will go take a walk and we'll have a conversation that way. Because we're not in each other's space, we're out of each other's space, we're able to be able to create a space for each other in a neutral zone. We can't show out, act out, can't do none of that. Um, but I also feel like pillow talk is a great way of um, having those conversations. A lot of times, pillow talk causes to have difficult conversations and give yourself a moment to be able to really hash out what has transpired in your relationship, what you may be thinking, what you may feel, what you may, you know what I'm saying, what the other person may be feeling, what they may be thinking something that struck in conversation while y'all been texting or conversing over phone that caused them to think about something. A lot of times it's just setting that place of safe haven of being able to talk or knowing also what type of partner you have that's going to be able to have that conversation. 
which is something that I'm learning myself. Um, you know, I. Uh, can I say this? Bernard, I can't take you, but I'm still here for it. You said what? What? I, I said I can't take you right now, but I'm still here for it. You know, they say marriage. Um, the first year of marriage is the hardest. Um, because it honestly, I didn't I didn't realize what they were saying until it happened. Like you know, when you get married, the stakes are so much higher. Um, yeah. it's it's like it, it's. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, I, I'm, yes, I do. It's like, I'm a human being. I can take perfectly fine of my, of, of, of take care of myself and probably another human being, i.e. another adult. But then when I get a baby, like, it's like, oh my God, this thing is so delicate, the wrong move and oh my God. It, and so, you know, we are literally in the empathy stage of our marriage. Um, uh, and it's been interesting. I'll say that it, uh, not too many, uh, highs and lows are pretty much equal. It's just really learning things. Um, so, so I'm saying on it to say one of the things that I had to learn myself is to pick and choose my battles. Um, one thing that I'm going to do is fight every battle possible. This is the Wall of Jericho, the Battle of Jericho, and them walls are coming and tumbling. You know, they 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 tumbling down. But what I realized is I started to really look at my husband in a very unfavorable light. Um, You know, he's a horrible person. He's this, he's that, he's, you know, all those different things. When I realized, I had to take take a step back and acknowledge, uh, you know, um, examine myself. And I'm literally nitpicking every little bitty thing. And so... You know, that became a thing. I'm, I'm also um, overly involved, too overly involved in um, micromanaging uh, my marriage. Um, and so it's really trying to figure out how to one, pick and choose your battles for those of you who find yourselves to be like me, as well as to realize you're not, you, you don't need to micromanage this relationship. Um, it will work itself out. You know, there are some things to be diligent about, yes, um, but every single little thing, this is the issue, this is the issue, and this is going to be the the, the the thing that breaks our relationship? Absolutely not. Um, and what I, But what I real, will say that I enjoy about my husband gets on my nerves, you know, I think everybody can say that their partner annoys them. I, I give myself the space to acknowledge that he does get on my fucking nerves. I also get the give the space to acknowledge that he is doing work. Um, you know, um, he's much better where in regards to conversation for the most part than where he used to be. Um, I see that there are moments that are difficult for him to have those conversations, but he tries to push through it. Um, are there some things that could change? Yes, but yes. there are some things that I could change. We've instituted this thing um, called our weekly check-ins in which, you know, we talk about feelings, we talk about emotions kind of sometimes throughout the week, but that that one day on Wednesdays in particular is where we talk about highs, lows, and what the person could do to make things better. Um, and so yesterday in particular, it was his turn, um, and he did really, really well. Usually I'm the one that does the we um, the, the the weekly check-ins and all those different things. But he's actually been he actually said this is my time. Um and I tried to take hold of it towards the end and he said, "Well, no, I'm running the show and this is what we're going to do." And so I was like, "Okay." okay. You know? <laughs> I was just like, "Well, all right." Uh, what, the the thing I wanted to say in the beginning was there's no cookie-cutter approach. 
Um, you know, everybody loves to ask married people or those who are partnered and been partnered for a very long time, you know, how does it work? Um, and then try to apply things to them, to their relationship, what they got going on, and realize why the fuck it don't work. You know, there like it's it. There are different types of cookies in this bunch, different shapes, different flavors, all that. The thing is, is the only thing that makes a cookie a cookie is the flour, is the dough. Um, and so that being said, the only thing that I can offer is to make sure whatever happens, it's a two-way street. Um, you know, however invested, you you can't be the only one invested in the relationship. Hello. Now, Hello. also, there's a difference between your partner not being 100% invested as and not knowing what to do exactly. Right. And you will have to deal with the frustration. You will have to deal with the trauma that they had to deal with. You know, all of, if it's worth fighting for, which is why um, I deal with you dealt with these things with my husband um we both have traumas and all those different things i like to say that i'm the emotional stronghold of our relationship because he's the financial stronghold um you know that we rebalance each other out we know we recognize our strengths and i recognize that in his past relationships a lot of the things that i require was never required of him um before and and so yeah and so you know with that with that being said it I look at it as him not necessarily not wanting to do it, but him not knowing how, and him also being uncomfortable uh, with the fact that things are changing, um, and you know all, all those different things. So recognizing um, that it's a two-way street, and also being able to discern uh, lack of commitment, lack of interest with trauma and shit that went forward. And my final thing on that, because you can only be but so understanding to a person's past and trauma and all those different things, especially to the point where it starts to affect you. Um, you know, I can see your humanity. I love you. I understand. I whatever. But when it starts affecting what I have going on, then okay. I'm sorry, sis, but you got to go. So, and as I always say, when relationships start equaling to life, peace. Mm. However, y'all know how I always say it because it's always time for my what? T. And hot chocolate. They want to say tea. And hot chocolate. They say tea. And hot chocolate. They say tea. And hot chocolate. I don't know what we're doing. I say tea. And hot chocolate. That's the thing that we do. You know, it's going to have its own insertion. It's okay. And I'll be the awkward one. Right. If everybody always know for the folks that's been watching my show since season mother one, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know how we do up in this mother with tea and hot chocolate. So, Mr. Reynard, are you ready? Sure. You sure? Okay. These examples and things are very simple, right? So, my co-host, Mr. Siobhan, is going to ask you a couple of questions of tea and hot chocolate. If you feel like there is some truth to it, you know, it's tea. It's hot popping tea. You feel me? You feel me? You, you feel me? Earl Grey tea, okay. honey. That Pearl hurt. Gray, that got um, in it, don't it? But if you, you know, if you feel like it's just a, a, a shitty mess, a, a Milky Way a mess, you know, um, yeah, hot chocolate like diarrhea, y'all nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you get my concept, boo. However, you just answer them and if you want to elaborate on them, you can elaborate. I'd rather say elaborate to all of them because the question is it ain't that many 
But yeah. for it. So, you know, Mr. Sia Von take it away. Hey, Mr. Oh. Sia Von take it away. Hey, Mr. Sia Von take it away. Hey. Alright, so for this one, the first one is just a small little simple easy one. Alright, it was two hot sauces, five Definitely tea. Yeah, because the thing is, that, okay, so, so the main thing, especially for us, like me, I like to talk. So if I'm talking and you ain't talking, we got a problem. Um, like, we're going to talk about this. I I like to mentally spar. I like to mentally, you know, butt heads. And if you're not that kind of girl, then whatever. But this whole silent foolishness, because then I get to ask, especially if we're having a conversation and you get silent out of nowhere. Not, no, I got to think about this or I got to whatever. I just literally say something and I got a point which usually got your ass together, but that's not it up there. Um, and you just get quiet. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, are we done? Like, are, are we still talking? Like, what's, what's going on with the conversation? I don't understand. Because I also have a thing where I don't like being ignored, but that's just me. Come on, I don't like being ignored either. Mm-hmm. Because I don't ignore people. Unless I, I mean to disrespect you. <laughs> <laughs> what you think, Fred? See a hot chocolate. Bitch, I said I shop at sex. <laughs> 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 My answer is short and sweet, bitch. If you think you about to be silent, I mean, just know I'm going to be behind bars, but I'm going to get off. I can't with you. And we're gonna, so I guess and we're gonna move. That's a T for her. So we're gonna move right along. <laughs> so T or hot chocolate? Is it easier to stay silent versus expressing your fear? Wait, say that again. Oh wait, hold on. Let me make sure I said it correctly. Because if you're answering the question, you can't answer that with tea or hot chocolate because you got to answer what's easier. So maybe you're saying it's easier to stay silent than to um, uh, whatever you say with your feelings. There it is. So, yeah, gotcha. that, that, that's what it is. So is it easier to stay silent versus expressing your feelings? Well, that would be tea because it, uh, uh, am I going first? Is this like, hey, he go first, I go first? No, you go. Yeah, don't no matter. Go, whoever go. Oh. Okay, um, th- that would also be tea. Um, I think it's stupid, but I understand those who don't say anything. Because I used to be like that. Um, you know, I love telling a bitch what I'm going to say to a bitch. Then when the bitch get here, I don't really say nothing. Yeah, I had to snap myself out of that shit. Um, but it is easier to stay silent because you don't want to possibly escalate whatever foolishness or whatever confrontation that may follow, I suppose. But now, bitch, I'm popping pussy and popping hoes all 2021. And so, yeah. I've been, And I've been holding true to that the entire time. What about you, Fred? <laughs> bitch, you should... Fred, you know me. Bitch, you should always know my motherfucking answer. I don't... <laughs> all I'm gonna say is silence where? Mm. With who? Let me say y'all about me, Okay. Story time, small story, right? A small story. <laughs> so I'm that bitch, okay? So like I'm from Detroit, Michigan. And shout out to all my Detroiters. How, y- how y'all doing? Um I'm checking niggas. And the reason why because I stated this before, I grew up by a lot of women. And seeing what they went through, seeing what my mother went through, I'm check I'm good checking it is. Like Mm-hmm. Silence. I'm not about to be silenced with you. I was the person. I was started. 
I will create it. I will finish it. And I will say thank you at the end. Because whoever you told the story and said, well, why Kelly X, Y, and Z? And they bring it back to me. I'm like, that's what happened. Mm. That's what I did. And you're like, but why did you do that? You could have been so much better. For whom? For who, sis? Well. For you and myself. Because let me tell you something, right? As human beings, you know, we do shit that we're not supposed to do. But let me say, y'all, and I know this might be hard to believe for some folks. It might be hard. When I was younger, I was very shy. I didn't speak up a lot. But when I when I became a teenager, <laughs> that bitch, I love that. I miss that bitch, actually. When I became a teenager and as I got older, I spoke up for myself. I talked my shit and I whooped ass because I backed it up all in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. I would never let nobody feel or think that they got the room or the air to breathe that they can walk in my space and think that they can take my voice. I'm going to say what the fuck I got to say. Come on, any lease. And if you don't like it, I'll be waiting for you at the door. Next question. Tea or hot chocolate? Women are more prone than men to be silent. That's 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 where I was coming it's from. A, and, and I, I, I got on, you. Man. I'm here. I'm here. It, it's we're here. I'm here. You're here, and he's here. We're here. Um, and the people in the audience is here. Hey, Judy's. How y'all doing? Mm-hmm. We'll never forget hey, y'all. Judy. But yeah, no, that's my hot. That's hot chocolate right there. Um. Yeah. No. No. This. This whole notion that women are more emotional, women and femmes are more emotional than men. Um, yada yada, the whole nine yards. Nope, not at all. Uh, because when you look at men and we have to look at their patterns, men are much more prone to violence. Men are much more prone to anger, rage, and all of those things. And when you strip away the quote-unquote toxic masculinity aspect, they're reacting out of this because of the fact that their feelings are hurt. For example, my little brother who did his ass beat, and I still hope that the girl who he... He hit, it, he hit his girlfriend. And, okay, let me small backstory. Small backstory. Um, they were having an issue. I think it was his baby mama or whoever she was, and she wasn't feeling him no more, rightfully so, because he he ain't shit. And she was talking to somebody else, um, and was like, you know, I should have either did with you or I should have whatever. And so apparently, it really hurt my brother's feelings. And so instead of articulating that or going about it a much different way, he poured bleach on her clothes. He did the whole, you know, talk to gas shit. And I heard her brother was in the army and my mama was talking about defending my brother. And I said, who, bitch, not me. I'm not going to fit this dumb ass because you sitting up here all mad in your feelings and whatever. And instead of just saying that, you decided to react how you reacted. Um, so when you see that and when you see the pattern of men killing women, um, men raping women and all of those different things because their um, their their uh, advances were spurred, uh, spurred, spurred, that, that was what it is. Um, their feelings are hurt. And they don't know how to articulate those feelings in any other way but rage. You literally look at a man's rage and there are at least five to ten different emotions that culminate. Let's go with culminate. That may be a word. That may not be a word. You grammatical hoes. Okay, thank you. That culminate into one central feeling, which is rage in and of itself. Women will tell you for the most part, I'm sad, I'm depressed, I'm upset, whatever. And it's usually that feeling. Maybe coupled by another one, but no, niggas got them beat. 
What about you, friend? They're not gonna like my answer, but I say 50 50. How? And I want to see the receipts. Yeah, what, what, what makes you say The reason why I say that because women are more sneakier than men. So if a woman's cheat, a lot of men can pinpoint it and a lot of men can't. Um, also, you know, nothing to my women. Shout out to y'all. I love y'all. <laughs> but women is also like the easiest people to get men killed, especially black men. I get it that they act out, they do different things when it comes to their emotions and stuff like that. Not saying that they, they're right or wrong. I'm not saying that. So it's just certain things that people would think that it would be easier for them. If you have, if you, if a situation happened and you really don't give a fuck, you know how to easily move along and live on with life. Mm-hmm. Certain situations have allowed women to do certain things out of emotions for whatever that reason is. Their backstory, their situation, I don't know. And these, it, it creates a narrative and something different. That's all I'm saying. So I'm feeling a little combative right now because I reached the bottom of my cup. Um, I, 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 I just want to know how much time we got. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm at home, I, 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 I said that because what In you say, I just had another what? point to push back the, on The him. question is, do you want it on cam or off cam? Because I can end this record at any time. Where it don't matter to me. Good the TV is, then we're here. TV. Let's go. So I guess my even if we are switching to that conversation in regards to women getting men killed or whatever, um, for whatever reason, we're still talking about the fact that these are men killing these men based off of what it is that these women are, are, are so even like even then this is dealing with the emotions of these men which means I, but this is the thing what am i saying is i'm saying that i'm not saying that that does not happen uh-huh. i'm saying for me my my i this is an i statement uh-huh. my you opinion know, yeah. i'm not gonna fully put it on all men because i'm not gonna sit here like women don't do certain things women go through life just as men go through life that's all i'm saying now whatever the situation keyword situation whatever the situation is it just makes it a little bit more different mm. depending on the situation i get what you like i'm not saying i don't agree with you about men and their emotions i definitely agree with you uh. like i agree with you however i feel like certain women that's why i said i'm not speaking for all i'm not speaking for all people Certain women, I feel like certain women also fit into that category as well. Because let's be real, being money hungry is a thing. Killing your man for money because he's worth a million, two million, three billion thousand dollars is a thing. You see, like it's it's more of a like a lifestyle and a stability for certain women. Men do life get ended very soon. Because a woman wants to live a certain particular type of life. And when you're used to being poor, broke, government income funded, however, you don't want that. So I'm going to do whatever I got to do to make sure I have this type of life and have this type of money. And I've seen, not saying I've seen, but I've read on situations, seen situations, watched certain stories. Men get killed earlier on without living their life the way that they want to live it because women see a certain type of price tag on them. That's all. Mainly because most of these niggas deserved it. We ain't finna sit up here and act like they just some fucking they prob- but that's what I'm saying. I'm right. What I'm saying is, but you can't put all of them in the pool. <laughs> I'm just not that's just fair. some of them. That's some fair. of them. So, so 
it's safe to say when you said that you agreed with me, going yeah. back to Siobhan's statement, um, or his question, what in regards to tea or you didn't say Lord. Thank you. I don't know. I was thinking milkshake. It's all dairy. What? Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a shitty situation either way. But anyways, it seems like the council has convened on the fact that that is milkshake. Um, me, because I, not milkshake. You, you, you I talk with it. I Thank you. I talk with it. We got you. We got you. Anyways, I say it's complete bullshit because men are totally more emotional than women. Right. And there's that. You but say that it's also. 50-50. I say it's me and I say hot chocolate. But the, well, no, because his statement is women are more um, emotional than men, right? Or who's what more? I'm is to you, I understood the question. My thing is, I gave a fifty-fifty. That's why I said I'm not. I'm not including most. I'm not including all. That's why I said some. Some women need to go into the pile of men that you were talking about, you know. like Keisha, Felicia, and Alicia. Dawn, LaShawn, Inez, and Alicia, Alicia, Monica, Karen, <laughs> and Vicky. I Bitch, guess. I know this. I'm so, that, when I said, let me tell y'all something. Yes. Every hood is different. Every ghetto is different. When I say I'm from the hood, I'm from the hood. I'm from Detroit, Michigan, where it's primarily 105% black. I didn't grow up with no white bitches. Uh-huh. I grew up with a whole bunch of people of color. You get me? Like it's different in these streets. I get it and I understand, friend. I'm here. I'm with you. I, I mean, I guess. So I'm gonna okay. just like this is uh Family Feud and Sivion. I'm Sivon. Sivon. I can correct myself. You got it. You got it. You got it. You're gonna be Steve Harvey today, and <laughs> I'm gonna say it's hot chocolate, and that's my final answer. That's our final answer. I cannot. That's- Oh my god, y'all, I can't, I love y'all so much, I can't take this, however, Judy's for everybody that's watching, I want to definitely thank y'all for tuning in to season three, this has already been a good, great kickoff, I don't know if this is going to be a kickoff, I'm just saying this, because I don't even know where this episode is going to fall, maybe, say every one of them is a kickoff, you know, every one of them is definitely a Mm kickoff, and I'm going to say that because it's great to have a co-host, I want to thank y'all for definitely embracing my great great Judy, my friend, my friend, my friend, on top of my friends, my put, my pool, my boo, Siobhan up in this bitch. Also, definitely want to shout out to motherfucker, Mr., Mrs., Miss, Mr., whoever, Bernard, and his girl. You know what I'm saying? You saw me, Bernard, right? You saw you. Can you call me Bernard the last time you said my dad? Okay, right. Because y'all already know how we do it in this thing, just celebrating and loving on everybody. Do y'all got social media handles and things that y'all want to drop? Because y'all know this is going to be in the bio. Mm-mm, I ain't friendly. Hey, y'all, bye, y'all. I don't do social media like that. If you don't know, now you know. It's C underscore E-V-A-N 89. That's on IG. C underscore E-V-A-N 89 on IG. You follow me on there. I'm not going to give y'all my face because that's more personal. But, well. yeah. Right, that part. And y'all know, I already know, and see if I already know how we exit out this bitch. If you can't kick you with your Judy, then who can you kick you with? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely want to thank y'all for tuning in and definitely want to thank special motherfucking Judy, Renard, Turner, and this bitch, you know. For y'all, y'all know, I'm not going to tell who his his husband is, but he's married to a doctor. 
Doctor. Uh, doctor. And let's be clear, I'll be doctor. getting my doctorate soon, too. Right. <laughs> and we love y'all. That part. We definitely thank y'all for tuning in with us on season three. And we love y'all. And good night, because it's definitely going to be more, baby. I'm also talking a little bit more liberally, because as you can see, I'm nearing the bottom of this bad boy. Wait, is that still the first cup? Sure is. Oh, bitch, you need to catch up. This is like, friend, well, where you at? You know, that I, I guess, you know, alcoholism <laughs> won't re- be my portion until my 30s. Oh, well. No, mind you, I'm not buzzed. I ain't nothing. I'm just like, I've been sipping. Maybe because I'm sipping on I'm this champagne. I'm, oh, you're drinking champagne. That's my friend. You're not yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm drinking champagne because I'm like, somebody bought me this bottle. It's been sitting in my refrigerator for like, Two months, one and a half, three months, whatever. It's okay. Like, oh, since your birthday? Is that what you said? Since your birthday? No. So, oh. so, so, since you see, see, you trying it with the people, friend, which you're not going to do. So, however, this buy, this shampoo was bought for me due to celebrating season two. However, I just kept it. I didn't open it. I just kept it. Um, And I popped it open for season three. Well, all right. And we're here. Mm. However, he bought me a second bottle, and that one, that'll probably be for season four. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just saying. But with all of that, and you know, we don't always talk about these conversations and talk about how people should do this and do that. So, we already know friendships are two-way street. Relationships are two-way street. That's just what it is. If y'all nobody cross the street, they fucked up. They get ran over by, like, Froggy. For anybody that don't know what Froggy is, y'all too young for this. For the ones that do, we know. We we know, right? Wow. Um.